The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again. With Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. Joining us on the podcast for Week 8 Ranks. Would you look at that? It's Brandon Funston. It's not like I don't see Funston every week, or we literally (laughs) did this show last week over on the Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast, but it has been a minute since Brandon come into our territory we got home field advantage here brandon sorry uh, home field is in our court what's up buddy I, I don't know about that man i'm on Streamyard talking fantasy football with you and, and, I, and i talked with bogman on friday this is just yeah. like deja vu all over again i'm feeling very comfortable not to not to concern you guys but i'm i'm feeling like i have a little bit of a home court advantage myself i think so it is funny it is literally people don't know like we actually use uh, our streamyard when we do the athletic. This is literally the setup. It's that, the same uh, thing. And I do it. The is, background it has changed. Man. You, uh, you know, replace Jake with a fat guy, and here we are. <laughs> Jake uh, and the fat the guy. Thing. That's like the yeah. show. So <laughs> that's what we did over at the athletic last week. Uh, we're gonna be going through our week eight ranks as we always do. Uh, this will actually be kind of a. This might be a fun listen for people when uh, Brandon and I are back over with Jake because we do it in a little bit of a different style. This has a few more players. It's a, this is obviously a uh, longer, more extended show. Uh, but we're also going to kick it off here in just a second with a couple questions and we'll get to the ranks. But Brandon, what do you got going on? People can find you over at Brandon Funston on Twitter, of course. Uh, anything to, to push what's going down? Obviously, uh, you do the show with me and Jake over yeah. at the Athletic uh, Fantasy Football Podcast. But what else is going on? Yeah, I mean, I could run off the list of things that uh, I'm editing this week that is going up live on The Athletic, but um, I would just encourage you to go and encourage your your viewers to check it out. I'm sure you've maybe uh, mentioned The Athletic a couple times on this podcast as well. A few times. But yeah, yeah, you know, just... uh, I was editing Jake's article this week. You want me to? You want, you want the short answer? The short answer was <laughs> fine. It was business as usual. The I kind of want a little bit more of an extended okay, answer. Okay. The long answer honest. is Jake assumes that everybody has listened to everything he's ever said in the last few days, and so he, <laughs> so there's a lot of half references to things where you kind of have to like be okay. What what's he talking about here? Oh, <laughs> I think he mentioned that in the column, and he assumes that you read that, so or you know, or something like that. So, Jake's Jake is you know Jake is Jake, but we love him. 
I think there's a reality show in there of Brandon and Jake's relationship and the editing of that type of stuff too. (laughs) Because my other favorite thing is Jake's, uh, I actually haven't looked yet. Uh, Well, it's Tuesday, so it's not even released yet. But as we're recording this, um, I always love to see what Jake put as his, like he has this extra thing every single week. It's not just his normal ranks. He'll put like your rank. He's done like TV shows and stuff like that, whatever it is. But I always think to myself, what is Brandon going through when he's reading this list? Like, is this in your well, wheelhouse? There, there is a little bit of a, we are, have a little discrepancy in our age. So like, he's usually capped at somewhere in the nineties where I'm like, you know, full on in the eighties. So if there's something to do with pop culture, there, there's a big difference. And, uh, you know, and he's got himself a sweet tooth that goes deeper than mine as well. Yeah. So, so this is a fun thing. We didn't talk about that. I want I just remembered this at this instant and I don't know, we've never talked about this before, but Brendan, did you know that Bogman, yeah, Bogman knows exactly where I'm going. I Bogman know, yeah. told me this. I had no idea about this until last week. And we actually mentioned it on one of our shows that, did you know that you were the first analyst that Bogman ever like revered, ever you know, getting into fantasy, <laughs> not to make you feel old or anything like that, but you were the first person that Bogman ever kind of attached to in fantasy. And I had no idea You're the no first person where that. I was like, let me see what Funston says about this oh, guy. Wow. That was, that was pretty much uh, the first thing. Cause I remember listening to you on uh, Yahoo, you and Brad Evans. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, it's the loud guy in Funston show here. So, uh, but, but trying uh, to be the yeah. voice of reason. Yeah, no. Um, well, I, I kind of want to cement that in your mind. So I kind of feel like maybe I should exit stage left and not do anything to kind of you know blow that. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's been blown out of the water a long time ago. <laughs> uh, uh, we've worked together before. I've been in drafts with you now at this point. So, but you are like the, in terms of like online personalities and me remembering names, you're the first one that I remember. I mean, I read a lot too, but I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't pay attention as much to who was writing what chapter in like the magazines and stuff. But in terms of online personalities, absolutely, Funston, you were the first well, person. I, that's that's name pretty awesome. It's it's so. sort of an honor. But you know, it was a it was a narrow field back in the day. It was like it you was and Matthew Berry, Yahoo, ESPN, and CBS, and the people that were there. You know, personalities and fanalists there, and that was kind of it. It's pretty awesome to see how you know massive this industry has exploded. It was pretty much at that point. I think it was pretty much whoever uh, like your service was. If you went to right. Yahoo, it was Brad and Brandon. Uh, if you went to ESPN, it was Matthew Berry. If you went to CBS, I can remember who was with CBS at that point, but yeah, I was I'm the not. CBS guys. So, um, uh, you know, yeah, I think Twitter just changed it for everybody. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, idiots like us and Bogman and I can be out there. What's funny about it is like, I never really got into the world of any of that, which is so funny because I'm so intertwined now. In, and I have been since, you know, since I've been doing this since 2014, but last couple of years I've intertwined myself so much more with, you know, just the athletic and I'm doing and, and CBS and everything like that. Fantasy pros, but I was never uh, a personality guy. I don't, I couldn't really recall. Bogman did crazy magazines. Matthew Berry was obviously on the scope. Brad Evans, Brad was actually on the scope because working in radio he signed a deal for a season with uh, a local station out here in Phoenix. It was Extra Sports 910. Oh, and right. he would do, yeah, he would do, and the I actually was the fill-in producer for that show, and he would do hits on there. That's how I learned about Brad. But I even remember first getting into the industry and just not being aware of all of them. I did this thing, Bogman will remember, um, spitballing, Bogman, just spitballing. I did this <laughs> thing with this guy who was trying to get this pilot off the air. And this was like six or seven years ago. And I just 
my my awareness of all of it was not there. I remember him bringing up Dalton Del Don, and I was like, I don't know who that is. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack. And save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door. And after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more? Let me tell you something about In This League. And he was like, you don't know? But it's like, I've always kind of been in that where now... You know, I am plugged, obviously, into. Oh, you're more plugged in now than I am. Yeah, probably, uh, especially because you know. of Twitter. Because of Twitter, I think it gets me more plugged in more than ever before. But I just wasn't in the like paying attention to all the personalities or way before we ever did fantasy. So I just found that very interesting that we're all sitting here doing podcasts and Bachman gets to do podcasts with this hero. So no big That's deal. That's right, man. my hero. Right. And the That's idea exactly of fantasy personalities is sort of hilarious because really, if there was somebody out there that just nailed picks week in and week out and he had the worst personality but would put them out there for people to see <laughs> that's the number one personality we all care about just somebody yeah. who gets it right you know well you know there's also an element i think his it name gets is lost. jake seeley yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is a little unlikable that's true you know what's funny about it though is uh and i love jake is oh, that come on that was fantasy that sport was that was amazing fish in a uh, barrel fantasy <laughs> sports though also has this little element that sometimes I think gets forgotten in some places and should really be a little bit of attention moving forward. There's a little bit of a, a wrestling professional, a sports entertainment element that has to be aware. I didn't need to be there before, like when you were first doing it. Like you said, it was a small cast of characters. You know, you were the guys, there was some personality. But there's so much out there now that there has to be a sports entertainment, a real radio element. Entertainment has to be a part of the entire process. You can't just rattle everything off because everybody's talking about everything. So you want to have some fun with it. You want to uh, you want to bust some balls. You know, you want to do that. type Of, of course, you got to differentiate yourself from the rest of the, 
you know, the yeah. sea of people doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you, have you seen that since, you know, you have been involved in this, have you seen like that entertainment factor become more important, even more behind the scenes? Oh yeah. And you know, a lot of the things I've done with other people, other, you know, quote unquote fanalists like Brad Evans and stuff, they're, they're promoting debate, whether there's, you know, manufacturing debate, manufacturing kind of, you know, bits where it's, you know, a little bit more bombastic and, and things like that. But yeah, yeah, I've definitely seen that. And, you know, part of it is that it's water under the bridge as soon as you say it. No one other than like fantasy yeah. pros. And if, if you really are trying to work the fantasy pros rankings and you care, like I haven't updated on Sunday. I don't really care. I use it as just a, you know, as a form of where I can rank players each week. Yeah. But if you're really grinding to be good at that, then there is something there that people can look at. And Jake, you know, Jake's done very well on that. But for the most part, we say stuff, it's water under the bridge, you move on to the next week and people aren't really double checking you. you know? And that's yeah. why I like that. That's why what I've always been, uh, what's been important to me, what we've done in this league or wherever I go, I try to take is like an entertainment factor because you should be entertained while you're doing all this stuff. Cause a lot of us are talking about the same There's thing. So many options too. You know, it's, nobody wants to listen to a boring podcast, even if it does right. give you good information, it's still, you know, you have so many choices, at least choose something you enjoy. Sometimes That's you need slam poetry with your fantasy box. That's what we do. <laughs> you know, I, we literally did slam poetry in the last podcast. I will say, uh, Brad, I think Brad gets a lot of crap uh, in the industry. I've always, I think he's a great like analyst. I think he's great because of the entertainment factor and he'll say crazy stuff and he'll just go at it. I think that's what this is built around. And yeah. I know Brad has kind of built his own empire here and there, but like, like, you know, is he the most accurate? I don't necessarily know if that's even important these days. Uh, and you obviously don't want to be talking out one side of your mouth or anything like that. You want to have accuracy, as but you've got to have the, the logic adds up. The logic. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, never point. going to pan out completely like the way you think it is. But as long as your logic is there and you explain your logic, I think people get it, even if you're wrong. Yeah. So, and one thing I've that, said a lot as an editor over the years is like, take a stance, have an opinion. Don't give me a political down the middle answer. I think Brad's kind of like the great poster, you know, fantasy guy for that. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he, he will not, not mince only, words. He, right. he will decide what he believes and he will sell it to the hilt, you know, and that's really yeah. what people are looking for. I don't want any wishy-washy stuff. I don't want gray. I'm asking you for start sit advice. Tell me definitively what you think. And, you know, he does in the that. kindest in the kindest way. He's like the Saul Goodman of fantasy. I think it's great. Yeah. I think uh, I'm I'm with it for sure. And also, you know, hat tip to you. Uh, you know, you and I hadn't really done a bunch of podcasts, but instantly you're an easy conversationalist when we started doing the pods. And uh, so <laughs> even in some points, I can get you going a little bit more than Jake until until I get Jake going. Once we get Jake going, yeah. uh, we're rolling, rolling. But you know, sometimes I can get you pushing yeah. with it's my like ideas. You got to start that car in the morning and let it just sit there and idle for a little yeah. while. Nice <laughs> I have a, a minute and a half long rant about something. And I'm like, so what do you think, Jake? No. Oh. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> damn. All right, Brandon. Yeah. And then, you know, then I push some buttons and we get going. But uh, speaking of, let's get going into the podcast. That was a fun conversation about the industry. Was, Good person yeah. to do yeah. it with. Uh, two quick questions and then let's get into the actual ranks. And a little focus on trades. We're a little less than a week away from the NFL trade deadline. You're going to have a little bit more time in your leagues. So I'm going to throw a couple questions at you around trades. Who are you buying? Uh, who are we on the buyback for? Uh, well, let's actually start with that instead of me throwing a whole bunch of it. Is there any players that you're on the buyback for as far as trades and you would want to trade for? We've kind of talked about some of the guys that have 
um, performed well or maybe being under the radar? You, I mean, we've talked about Elijah Moore coming back. Is there anybody that you're trying to get on a trade right now before they pop? Uh, yeah, well, I was, I mean, Elijah Moore came to mind. Um, you're talking about who I, who I want to try to acquire. Buy low it, on. Oh, buy low on. Oh, go ahead. Like Bob. Drake it's, London, Kyle Pitts, any, any I, of those I, I don't guys? know. I mean, until Desmond Ritter comes around, does Drake London have any hope? Like, and do we even know with, with Desmond Ritter, if that, you know, how much extra hope there is there? I think that's, that's a little bit of a worry there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it's a good it's a good one. I think Elijah Moore is a good one. Um, yeah, you got you got some people in mind. I kind of have to mold this one over a little. No, bit. I think the Elijah Moore one. Uh, how about on the opposite end as well? As far as sells, are is there anybody? You know, I don't know if you and I have done a whole lot over uh, on the Athletic Pod if we've been talking a lot about sells. But outside of buy, I think the buying is actually a little bit more difficult right now. Is there anybody on the opposite end? that now i don't think this has to be like buy high sell high sell low anything like that it could be <laughs> anything it could be high-end performances on players that you just want to get out from similar to what i had a couple of weeks ago with debo i'd been kind of screaming about or it could be player that's pushing in a lower direction that is making you worry and you want to get out before it gets even lower uh i would just say you know Brian Robinson and David Montgomery, I feel like are two running backs where the guy behind them is one I would be just super, super worried about. And I think Antonio Gibson for the last couple of weeks has looked better than Brian Robinson. Khalil Herbert looked better than David Montgomery last night and in many of the weeks this year. So uh, both of these guys coming off sellable weeks, I think for Montgomery and Brian Robinson, you can sell 20 carries, you can sell touchdown from Montgomery and, um, so I don't know if they're going to give you huge yields, but people looking for running backs that you can say, Hey, this is a bell cow guy. I might be looking to get out from underneath both of those guys. The Brian Robinson one has been standing out. Cause we've been talking a lot about Antonio Gibson. We're going to talk about him here in a little bit. So let me throw one last thing at you with a couple names. What do you think in the trade market right now? Uh, does a two for one look like, like a, there's an overall statement here. Let, let's pick a, Let's pick a player on a two for one and let's go with Joe Mixon, you know, Joe Mixon bugs. Oh, just what, out of nowhere. Just a random out player. Of nowhere, just a completely random name that random we player. haven't talked about and argued about at all. So let's <laughs> go with Joe Mixon. This is just more of the philosophical trade question. A two for one. What does a two for one in your mind look like? And I know I'm kind of throwing this on you and we can look That's up right. names yeah. together, but like if you are trading away your Joe Mixon, what does that look like in your eyes for a two for one? Um, okay, so I don't know why, but like I'm thinking like a Damian Pierce, someone that you know maybe still looks like he's a, a tier below. I mean, maybe not by the numbers, but like just kind of you know from a thought process, someone's gonna go, Oh, look at Joe Mixon on the Cincinnati Bengals versus Damian Pierce, unproven guy on, on the Texans. I would go, you know, someone like a Damian Pierce and then like a wide receiver three. Like Terry know. McLaurin. Yeah, like it's maybe that's too much. See, see, now that, that might much? be too much, but, it, okay. you know, maybe like he's, a, he's played bad. That's why I'm just thinking you're you're buying low on McLaurin. Uh, Pierce is a little bit lower than Mixon, so you're getting some back. What about well, like a Devonta well, Smith and a Damian Pierce? 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The snozberries taste like snozberries. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Littering and... Littering and... Um, in this league. Break it down. See, okay. I think those are fantastic trades. This is actually one I want to get at, but you guys are both throwing something that I think is the bigger <laughs> point here. That's what you want. I think Devonta Smith and Damian Pierce is a huge win for the Joe Mixon owner. There's no chance anyone is giving up that capital for Joe Mixon when they're giving up the key point here. You said Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce is in the teens, I think, of a running back on a week in and week out basis. So you're not going to give up. It's kind of like the whole draft pick thing you ever do in Dynasty where it's like you want to move up around and you've got to give up so much. My point is, is when I love that you throw out Damian Pierce because I think two for ones have to evolve around a player that is not dramatically far away from the other. But the problem with two for ones is everybody wants that second piece to be still big. And I don't think it is. I think Damian Pierce is the perfect player to throw in with Joe Mixon. The problem I think we disagree with is I think you can't get it done unless the wide receiver is much further down and it's probably a barely wide receiver three. It's probably like a buying on a Juan Dale or maybe a Chase Claypool or I don't know, maybe an Isaiah McKenzie. Maybe Jerry Judy is the lowest I think you, I think the highest you could get is to his Jerry's Judy. I disagree with that. And I'm curious what you guys think because you both threw out bigger names. Uh, Yeah, I disagree with that because at that point, why am I doing this trade? Is Claypool really beating the third wide receiver I have on my team or my flex option? No. So just in terms of my starting lineup, I'm not getting better. So you have to get better. So it has to be, it has to be the, the wide receiver in the right situation. Someone who is losing a bunch or people are down on it. It'd have to be like, you know, maybe instead of Devonte Smith or Terry McLaurin, uh, who are, are both a little underperforming right now, maybe it's Adam Thielen. You know, I think he's better Thielen's than like Claypool and, and those guys. So, but that's specific. Like you have to have a guy like that. 
for a trade like that to work. My other question about two for one trades here, Brandon, would be like this same deal that we're thinking of. Let's just let's just take Pearson McLaurin. Is that it would Austin Eckler, who is exploding right now, and a lot of analysts are saying sell high, sell high, sell high, mm-hmm. you know, on a guy like him. Is that the type of deal that would get Eckler in your mind or, hey, Eckler's too hot. I have to get a bigger piece than McLaurin or a bigger piece than Pierce. Like you'd still be willing to deal him, but it has to be bigger than that. Yeah, I think that's not going to be enough for me. Like, I think I okay. think if I have Austin Eckler, I feel like I, as long as I, you know, am persistent about shopping that. I can do a better deal than that. You want like Mixon and uh, McLaurin instead. (laughs) Well, yeah, I I would, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, I think right now you're selling high and and you can sell Austin Eckler right now, you know, what he's been doing pretty easily in my mind. So. And I think it's when you change the class of player too, is when this whole thing jolts like, like Brandon, would you trade your McLaurin and Damian Pierce for Joe Mixon? No. Yeah. See, I mean, and would you trade your Devonta Smith and Damian Pierce for Joe Mixon? No, I mean, and, uh, I mean it's getting closer, but no, probably not. Because yeah, so so I think, and I think that's always the, the litmus test when you're doing when these trades are coming out here. Because I I, and it has I knew to make sense for both people, it yeah. does. But I knew it was going to be something along those lines. But I think the gap between the RB, you know, call it fifteen to twenty isn't as big as we think in the trade market from the, like, let's say the number 10 RB. And that's what, what makes about- trades tough. And that's why I just, I, I think this is an interesting conversation around how to perform mm-hmm. two for ones, because you should ask yourself, would you trade these two for this guy without the, without the biasness of like, well, yeah, sure. I would, because I want this trade to happen. No, like, honestly, would you trade these? And that's going to help you in the trade market. One more. Uh, and then I'll burn through my questions. They're not tough. They're quick. But um, what about, uh, do you think that, that, that initial deal, the mixing for Pierce and McLaurin, is that fair? Like, uh, like if someone, well, if, if an owner decided to say yes to that, would you be like, what the hell are you doing? That's not fair. Or would you say, all right, like this could work out for you, but I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. I, I, th- I think it's interesting because I don't know about you guys, but in 12 team leagues, it's a lot harder for me to find wide receiver replacements than it is to, to get a usable running back. And so like in a 12 team league with, you know, bunch of people that know what they're doing and there's the benches aren't or the benches are a little bit bigger like there's garbage out there so i think wide legit wide receiver three and i think we can call terry mclaurin that with 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 heineke at least is um that makes up that gap i think the mclaurin one is is a fair deal like i mean i and i think it's pro- like i said it's probably it swings it more on the Damian Pierce and, and McLaurin. McLaurin side. Yeah. Yeah. And here's, I, we don't think Damian Pierce is going away. And that's the thing. It's completely on the table that Damian Pierce can outproduce Joe Mixon the rest. Sure. Of the exactly. And yeah, so exactly. what, what, yeah, just for the idea that Mixon has, you know, the, the track record on the side, what are you paying for? And I think you're right. It's probably more Wandale, you know, yeah. it's somebody, yeah. it's a step. I think above. that's more yeah. fair. But but yeah. I don't think the other one is unfair. And the, the whole the whole reason like Pierce is the name specifically because it's you know this guy never carried the full load of Florida, so right. asking him to carry the full load uh, in the NFL is a big question here. 
Uh, and Joe Mixon has done it many, many Bogdan, times. Were you, so. were you live putting one of your trades and one of your teams in this? You're like, this is Absolutely fair, not. right, guys? No, I should be getting no, McClure. No, no, no. I feel like no. Bogman was trying to do a trade on the show. No, but but look, we got a lot of leagues that still do vetoes, you know, and that's... vetoes are ridiculous. So that's just my whole point is like, understand your situation just because you wouldn't do it doesn't mean other people can't do it. Right. Uh, my my question's here for you, Fonsa, before we get to the plays. Uh, Travis Etienne, is he an uh, RB1 for the rest of the season now? Uh, that James Robinson is in New York. And what do you think about James Robinson going to New York? Uh, you know, I've kind of been doing this art. Is he an RB one thing with Brees Hall and then with Kenneth Walker. And now here we are at Travis ETM uh, as we deal with these things. I don't think ETN is, I think he's in that, you know, sort of borderline borderline range, kind of a, you know, t- borderline, like right around top 15, 16, you know, it's a lot. It's kind of where I've been putting Aaron Jones a lot of weeks you know, of late, I, I kind of feel like he's in that Aaron Jones value, value. Although, you know, this last week we saw a lot more Aaron Jones than we've been seeing in, in previous weeks. And, and so we'll maybe that's not going to end up being an apt comparison, but he's kind of in that early to mid RB two range for me. Um, How about, uh, well, James Robinson in New York, how do you see that playing out? Uh, I think, you know, I think we're seeing this Achilles thing and just, not working out for these guys in the first year back and, and James Robinson started nice, but it wasn't really like world beating nice. And then we're just seeing him kind of like fade in Jacksonville. And I think there's just legitimately a reason they got rid of him. Like if he's, if he's full James Robinson from, you know, when he was drafted and I think he's just lost a little bit of a step and um, you know, Michael Salfino wrote about this in his latest market share report. A lot of, two yards and less kind of carries not a lot of juice right now i think it's michael carter and i think it's this is not a straight platoon in my mind i think we're going to see a lot more michael carter and james robinson's kind of just your more kind of backup glorified backup that's what i'm okay. thinking we haven't we didn't get a chance because we were we were joking on our text thread because the minute we ended the show on the athletic on monday uh Brees hall was officially out and then you had the trade happen with James Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a, and we talked a lot about Michael Carter. So I'm a Michael Carter guy. All right. Uh, last one's box. Yeah. I just, um, I just want to do one more rest of the season between these three uh, rank them for me. If you could AJ Dillon, Antonio Gibson, Deontay Foreman. Mm, these are good. <laughs> Cause I know you like Gibson, uh, but I mean, Dylan has been bad, but still better than Gibson and Foreman now seems to have uh, at least, the majority of the touches in this role for Carolina. Yeah. Dylan just not doing much in the passing game right now. I, I'm honestly weirdly. Uh, so you got Dylan, who was the second guy? Uh, Gibson and then Foreman. Okay. I'm going to go Deontay Foreman first. Is that weird? Wow. Okay. No, not weird. I don't, I don't think that's weird at all. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, he killed it down the stretch for the Titans last year. He got three 100 yard games in his last six games filling in for Henry. Then here he is in his first significant opportunity with the Panthers goes over a hundred yards, uh, actually catching the ball. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go Foreman and then I'm going to go Gibson. Cause I, I, I think there could be a boomerang back around to Gibson. He, he was running angry last week. Uh, he's, I think he's caught three balls in like four straight games. Brian Robinson's completely not utilized in the passing game. So yeah, I'm down on AJ Dillon right now. I, I think this, I think the context clue of last week with Aaron Jones is something yeah. that we're going to see persist. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's uh, yeah. I mean, Gibson and Foreman is a question to me, but I think Dillon has to go third out of that. And, and I think that's a really good, 
group to compare because I, I would if yeah. I'm ranking rest of season, I probably have those guys really close to back to back to back. Yeah, I like those a lot. And now uh, we can rank up against each other. These are the week eight ranks. As always, we'll do our snake draft style. We'll go through them uh, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. And Brandon, we're going to let you as our illustrious guest get to kick it off. It is going to start with your surprise quarterback for week one. Obviously, we'll kind of pay attention to ECR. These are non-typical, non-typical with quote RB1. So we obviously wouldn't be like, you know, it's going to be really good this week uh lamar jackson We're like no not that <laughs> so non-typical surprise qb1 for the week it's on you just remember don't take our guys okay yeah well first of all we should not be surprised that anybody finishes as a qb1 i mean Tua was point. a qb Tua was a qb1 last week he had 261 passing yards and one touchdown and did you know 15 rushing yards on the ground so that was a qb1 that's a all head that's first. a good point so I, was, yeah. I was pointing at myself i want to be like i had him as the non <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. but also that's not a good stat line to be it's yeah. a great point so i'm going to cheat here a little bit and say new orleans saints quarterback you know <laughs> okay yeah whoever <laughs> if it's dalton qb1 if it's Jameis, qb1 if it's not if it's not Jameis, then that's create the whole other thing because Jameis is ready to go so what are we doing yeah. like if we're going back to andy dalton uh you know who you know, Jameis, you can argue the bloom is not completely off the off the rose yet. Andy Dalton, you can't you can't make that argument. So would it <laughs> would it be funny too? Is you could have uh, two Saints quarterbacks be top ten at their position this week with uh, if we want to throw out Taysom Hill as well at tight end to yeah. qualifying a quarterback, uh, you go. might get that. All right, so my quarterback, I am gonna I actually just said I think I literally said this last week or the beginning of this week where it's like ah oh, we could take this guy off of the surprise quarterback for the week. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In this league. Oh, I remember. I love it. In this league. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. 
But I'm back. I'm going to go with Jared Goff versus Miami. Miami is in the top 10 in giving up yards and completions to quarterbacks right now. I'm assuming Goff is going to get Amon Ross St. Brown back. Did you see that whole thing where it was like he wasn't taken out because of the concussion. He was taken out because of the protocol. I think it's just like the new Tua protocol that he was taken yeah. out for. So he, I think he wanted to come back. So we'll get Amon Ross St. Brown back. And then I assume we're going to get DeAndre Swift back. And this offense, or at least as far as this defense goes that they're playing up against, is susceptible. So I like the weapons getting back in here. I love Swift being involved back in the game. Um, Miami gives up some decent yards to running backs as far as receiving goes as well. They're a little bit better against the run, but DeAndre Swift makes his damage uh, on both sides of it. So if Swift is back, it makes me feel very comfortable. I like a couple touchdowns on Goff. Might even pay attention to see what his juice is going to be when the one-and-a-half touchdown passing touchdown marker comes out. I might pay attention to that. So I'm going to go with Goff versus Miami this week. Bogman, what say you? You mean Justin Fields versus Dallas, and it, you know I know he's coming off a big performance on Monday Night Football, but it's not just Monday Night Football uh, because two weeks before that he's rushed for at least eighty yards. So um, he's doing it on the ground. If we're adding a passing game to Justin Fields now, uh, he's going to be very, very dangerous. He still is scoring inside the top ten, but you know nobody wants to buy in on the Bears. I think it's understandable. They have been rough, but it's got to be Fields here. Uh, but I'm super excited for the next one. Welsh, go ahead and ask me the next one. Well, I, I will. I just wanted to say like Fields is a guy like every single week. I'm going to be like, not top 10, not top 10. And then he'll be top 10. I'll just never do it. I'll never do it. Because <laughs> then the, to- the day I do it, he will be, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be like, yeah. okay, he's six, four this picks, week. two fumbles. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, Bogman. I am excited for you for this one as well. I was very surprised at this one. Bogman, your sleeper quarterback of the week. Hold on. I want you to, um, Go deep into your mind. Mm-hmm. We got some accolades. It's going to be a week. tough decision for me, for sure. Bog- Bogman yeah. and I have been very, very good. It's probably our best year we've had on predicting trades and weird stuff happening. I got my love from a lot of people about my Christian McCaffrey trade rumor for three weeks. Uh, we talked about Bogman actually nailed the James Robinson one, but there's one thing that he said on the podcast that uh, I think got him most going. So Bogman called me now. Who is your sleeper quarterback for the week? Slinging Sammy Ellinger for the Indianapolis Colts against Washington. Uh, look, uh, Sam Ellinger is a run first QB. You're gonna, he's gonna look like a right-handed Tebow out there. That that's what you're gonna get from him. <laughs> what uh, what I mean, a honestly, sell you got for for <laughs> look. He remembers some totals that Tebow put up for us in fantasy when he was starting because he runs and he runs at the goal line and he's big. He's six three. He's about. 245, 250 pounds, probably. He's looked good in the preseason and stuff. Likes to throw to the running backs and to the slot guy. So uh, we'll just say that. And that is what I left for you too, Welsh. Oh, you, you left it. You yeah. teed it up. There's a couple guys there that I'm kind of on as well. You know, funny, I was looking up his Texas career. And one of the reasons I loved him. He made Duvernay. Duvernay like led the nation in screen passes and it was just all yards after the catch. So there is a guy that I think has a similar skill set on that. Oh, yeah. Game. Oh, yep. oh God. Let me see how this is going to line up. Am I going to get stolen? <laughs> Let me see. Duh, duh, duh. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get sniped. I'm going to get sniped on one of my guys. hundred percent. I just look, I, cause I can guarantee you if this is not the guy, but if Naheem Hines doesn't come out of Brandon's uh, mouth in one of these, I'm going to be, he's uh, on my goddamn list. Shocked. Don't, don't oh, be looking at my list, list look, already. Yeah, Welsh. Come on. My bad. Yeah. I see that. But uh, my guy's going to get sniped. So I'm just pre-telling you that, uh, <laughs> 
Pretty telling but, you that Paris Campbell will not be mine. But look, I did write him uh, on here, but yes. Sam Ellinger is a guy that uh, not only can be used down by the goal line, but he's going to run in the middle of the field too a lot. So uh, this could be great for JT as well, yeah. a quarterback that you can work some RPO off of too. It can open up the whole offense. So he's got to complete his passes. That's the bad thing, you know, is he doesn't have a gun, doesn't have a rocket. He can uh, try to force it in sometimes. So if turnovers don't kill him, then he could be good. Turnovers could send him back to the bench, though. So but give me Sammy slinging Sammy Ellinger as my uh, QB2 this week. We might have to pay attention to his rushing yard prop uh, this week, too, oh, as well, Box. Yeah. So that'd be something to take a look at. Absolutely. Might come in, might come if in it's low. Under 50, I'm I'm going nope. for it. So. Nope to self. Yes. Yeah, it looks like it's Sam Ellinger. I think it could come <laughs> in. is literally writing that down right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, he did. I know. know. I think oh, yeah, I got a little that. side project where I do a lot of player prop stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's called the retirement fund. That's the Yeah, yeah. It's called my bad mood on Sunday night. The my surprise quarterback, or my sleeper quarterback for the week is going to be a much deeper name. This probably is well more into uh, super flex stuff, but I'm going with PJ Walker. You know, th- this is one of those things. Again, you get these good hits. It feels good when you say something and it comes into fruition, like Bogman did with Ellinger. I said it both on ITL and Athletic. I don't see a scenario how PJ Walker just performed, how the Panthers do anything but start him in this coming week. And they made the commitment and they just said, regardless of uh, health or anything like that, the PJ Walker earned it. He looked like Geno Smith out there. He did exactly what he said he was going to do in his first press conference. He said, I got to get the ball in the playmaker's hands. And one of those is gone now. And he threw it 10 times to DJ Moore. Deontay Foreman looked good. Chuba looked good. And this is up against an Atlanta team that is giving up the most passing yards to quarterbacks in the NFL and is averaging two and a half passing touchdowns per game. This is something, if this were the Seahawks, we would be Geno Smith is top seven. He'd be seven or six at quarterback. PJ Walker right now, even though it's gross and it's totally disgusting because it's Carolina, they've got huge momentum. This also isn't college football. This isn't the letdown spot. They just beat uh, Tampa Bay. They've got a game plan. They got an efficient quarterback in PJ Walker. I think he's sneaky this week. It's a good defensive matchup and they're going to work it. He was super efficient. Give me PJ Walker as my sleeper. What say you, Brandon? I say thank you, PJ Walker, for restoring a little bit of DJ Moore for us as well. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'll throw out Davis Mills. He was depending oh, on his scoring did. format six or eight last week. He threw for over three hundred yards, had a couple touchdowns. Look at the Titans; they've given up four three hundred yard games. Every quarterback that faced him until Matt Ryan last week uh, had thrown for at least double or for at least two touchdowns. And Ryan not doing it, you know, basically got him benched. So, yeah, um, yeah Davis Mills was, was a, you know, a surprise QB1 last week. I think he can do it again. I, uh, I like it. All right, so now we're going to get into the running backs. And you get to kick us off, Brandon, with your surprise RB1 of the week, a non-typical RB1 that you think is going to perform very well. Uh, I don't have him ranked RB1. I have him as my R, like number 13 overall. So he's no, right fine. there. It's Raheem Mostert. Going up against Detroit. Ooh, love that uh, one. Yeah. I mean, Detroit gave him a 5.4 yards per carry to the running back position. And the thing about Mostert is like, look good on the ground, but he's catching passes too. So they're actually using him in the passing game, something that you didn't see a whole lot of in San Francisco. But uh, man, he's just on the field a lot right now. Chase Edmonds is kind of an afterthought at this point. So love the matchup, love the usage for Mostert over like the last month, really. Yeah, I absolutely love that one. Uh, the one I picked here, he's actually currently on ECR. I'm surprised. He's not even inside the top 15. 
I'm going with Travis Etienne as my uh, RB1 for the week. Denver is giving up the eighth most yards per carry, which I think is really interesting because the yards don't necessarily line up because it's rush attempts against that don't line up, but they're giving up the eighth most yards per carry in the NFL and the seventh most targets thrown to running backs. And another fun one, Etienne is third in the NFL in yards per attempt at over six yards per attempt right now. Put all that together. No more James Robinson. Hopefully no more fumbles. And Etienne is a go. And I think they're going to have to get to him to a lot because I think Denver is going to be in uh, Trevor Lawrence's face a whole bunch. This is going to be a lot of Etienne this week. So uh, I'm going to go with my uh, surprise RB1 as Travis Etienne. Bogman, what say you? Uh, let's go with Aaron Jones at Buffalo. I know that uh, Buffalo is a tough matchup, but you know, like we talked about with Funson before, they're going away from A.J. Dillon. He is non-existent in the passing game. Do we expect the Packers to be winning at any point in this game? I don't. So I think there's going to be a lot of passing for the Packers, which means Aaron Jones is going to be on the field catching more passes. He is their leading receiver right now. I don't see that changing in this game. So uh, give me Aaron Jones in a tough matchup against the Packers currently in half is uh rb14 i think he's pretty easy in rb1 this week so i like we'll it see. with the reception uptick too with the <clears> nine <throat> all right uh surprise rb2 for week seven so uh probably you know a guy that's been out of rb2 that's jumping in bogs yeah i mean i there's uh, this one's tough because it feels like the guys that are in the rb territory like you know rb2 territory excuse me like 13 through like 22 are all kind of obvious and then you have a big mix of maybes in there um, I'm just going to say James Robinson because I'm excited about mm. him going to the Jets. I know they play uh, against New England, not the best matchup here, but I, I think just give him a little opportunity and he's going to be able to rip some off. I think he's going to look better uh, getting out of Jacksonville because all they wanted him to do was the dirty work in Jacksonville. That's it. You, here, do all your dirty work. We're going to give Travis Etienne the outside runs and the catches and stuff like that. I think he'll be a little more utilized in New York. They just They did just trade for him. So might as well run him into the ground since he's a free agent next year. So I'll go with J-Rob. My number two is actually, it's a guy who's ranked in the 30s on the ECR. We talked uh, pretty at length uh, over on The Athletic about this idea that Gus Edwards is an RB2 moving forward. And Tampa Bay obviously has been a really tough team on defensive side early in the year. Not so much recently, obviously coming off of a performance or giving up more than 60 yards rushing to two running backs, one being Deontay Foreman for over 100 you could call it like weird let down spotty type of things that's going on, but you're going to get Baltimore that's going to come in and they're going to do the exact same. They're going to pound it harder. And you've got Lamar Jackson, who's going to stretch the field. Gus Edwards is going to be the guy. He's going to get 16, 17 carries and he's going to do his damage. Tampa Bay's run defense is not what it used to be. And Lamar's going to make it no easier for them coming off of that Carolina game. So I think people are not quite up on where Gus Edwards should be. I think the ranks on ECR and stuff will adjust. You'll see through the, the week, but I think you should comfortably sit Gus Edwards as an RB two this week. So he's going to be mine. Well, what do you got, Brandon? Yeah, that was my guy. Uh, I, <laughs> I figured one of you guys might take him. I will say, I will throw out another name who is very back end on the ECR, very back end RB two. It's Devin Singletary. I'm seven spots ahead Love. of, seven spots ahead because he's 24 in ECR. I have him at ranked at 17. If you I almost at, picked him. I almost picked yeah. him. You look at his last month, he is been, he's been RB17. This is where he produces. And over the last month, they've upped his snaps a ton. Uh, there was one blowout in that mix where he was kind of down, where they just let James Cook cook a little bit. But uh, three of his last four, he's got. That was against Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was against yeah. Pittsburgh. That's right. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's 
it's uh you know the Packers are have been terrible against the run. They're one Bad. of like, I think six teams giving up over five yards of carry to the running back. Yep. Position. So there you go. They're the worst. Uh, sleeper running back for the week. So we're digging much deeper. Probably a not crazy starter. Uh, maybe gets into flex. Maybe not. But what say you? Your sleeper RB of the week. Uh, well, I would, I would say Naheem Hines, but I'll go something different. I don't want to overload on Colts here. So, uh, how about Antonio Gibson, a guy I've already talked about? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're laughing because Naheem Hines was Bogman's and Antonio Gibson was mine. Uh, oh, yeah. so we're all on the same, we're all on the same marker here. So we, yeah. can, we can burn through this easy because okay, I think yeah. those were the easy guys. Like, you know what? And why don't we do this? Since Bogman and I both picked him, Bogman, you can obviously do any pickup you want, but talk just about both of those guys for a minute. Let's get your analysis on it because I think we all agree that those are the three big sleeper RBs this week. Yeah, well, we talked about the the Erlinger, uh, you know, move, and uh, I was d- diving in on the Texas. You know, he had a year where he completed like fifty two passes to running backs at, for the Longhorns. The year that du- Duvernay had one hundred and six catches a lot of them screen passes, but short area. Like this is, I think all about Indy going heavy on Jonathan Taylor and heavy on the short area passing game. When it's not Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines came back after Deion Jackson looked really good and assumed, assumed his old role. And Deion Jackson was not given any extra love for what he did for his time served while Hines was out. So like, I think we're going to see, you know, four to six catches out of Naheem Hines and, SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell. Starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's in this league. Buckle up, buckaroo. All night. And, you know, maybe a few carries in, in a flex spot this week that probably works and Toto Gibson is kind of the same thing Indy's a pretty good run defense in general like in the style of Brian Robinson I don't see him just getting a bunch of a big gainers I just think Antonio Gibson's a guy who has said I think it's four straight games with three plus catches I think he gets those again plus 
you know, what is it? Eight, 10 carries as well. Again, I think I that think that rolls better for him. Yeah. Don't you think so, Funston? Don't you? Because he's not a guy. He didn't do it in college either. That was going to get 25 touches and wear down a defense. You, you know, uh, what's the meme? Not well, better for not J.D. Guy, McKissick, but, but it's better for Gibson. Yeah. Well, screw true. J.D. McKissick. Who yes. cares? So <laughs> exactly. uh, give me Antonio Gibson. That's what I say. And Naheem Hines, it's everything you just said. Uh, and Welsh is right about it, too. You know, it's going to be short passes for, for uh, the Colts here, uh, which probably negatively impacts Michael Pittman uh, a little bit, you know, and just brings all those other guys, specifically Campbell and Hines, up. Uh, probably the tight ends too. So uh, I think this we'll week it specifically, like. it could hurt Pittman long term. I think it can help once Ellinger is comfortable. Ellinger's Builds comfortable, the rapport, gets a rapport. De- ball, defenses right, yeah. also adjust um, to him, and if he's going to be throwing a lot of short passes, defenses are going to adjust, and it's going to be opportunity. It just doesn't feel like a great week. So we all agree, Gibson and Hines are the guys. So Bogman. Wide receiver one, this one I, I loved of yours. I literally started writing up all this stuff because it's like, you know, dot and all the targets and it's just everything makes sense for this one. So it's a great play. Yeah, Chris Olave versus Vegas. Vegas doesn't have any good guys in coverage on the back end. And uh, Chris Olave right now is still looking like the only option that they have. Maybe Landry's back. Maybe Michael Thomas is back. Alvin Kamara has been low. Olave's the guy here. He's the number one option on this offense. So uh, I think he's going to smoke Vegas and have a huge week. And I don't know why he's not a wide receiver one. Got to be. Yeah. Another guy that's not a wide receiver one is Chris Godwin. And they've got a great matchup against Baltimore. Now, obviously, they are a problem. This one also comes a little bit more out of Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a problem right now. He just doesn't seem right. Tom Brady's go-to is consistently Chris Godwin. And Baltimore is giving up four. I thought this was interesting. They're giving up 14 receptions a game to starting running backs, which is a decent amount. And it's kind of on the higher side, but for over 190 yards to those receivers on 14 receptions, which in comparison, that's Pittsburgh territory of receptions based on receiving yards. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag and Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.